0: And we are streaming live in five, four. Just I kidding. I like it. Ah, three, two, one. Here we go. Here we go. We're streaming live now. from Where's our
1: logo?
0: Oh, you know what? Bite me. Come on, man. Bite me. All what kind right. of production guy are you? We've already begun the bite me phase of J.P. Kathy well, wow. and the crew. It is Monday and, and morning. And a lovely Monday morning to you and too, J.P. And a lovely Monday morning to you too, Kathy. Oh, did everybody oh, yeah. have Hello, a lovely now I'm here. Father's Day? Now I'm here. Did everybody have a lovely Father's Day? Man, we did. Now time to move on. Okay, so.
1: <laughs> and hey, we're going to have a former Miss Texas and former Miss America on shortly. Okay. Super excited. And, and moving on. And Dr. Clothier will be back next Monday. Okay.
0: And moving on. <laughs> it's time to talk the battle of the condiments.
1: Yes. I have a picture I mean, what you. better
0: thing to talk about on a Monday morning than the battle of the condiments? I didn't say, very I say condiments. I serious discussion. Well, it is for Kathy. because, And Kathy's not alone. Do you know? Don't mess I, around. I didn't know this. Did you know that 38% of Americans take their condiments seriously? Oh, I, I
1: think that's a low number. <clears throat> I
0: mean, they take them seriously. I think there's some seriously. closet condiment
1: people that don't admit that they take it very seriously. I mean, very
0: seriously. It,
1: it is it is no joke. They
0: categorize them.
1: Not, no joke. In my household, and it's genetic. My kids are it's the same way. Bad. It truly is. I passed on the condiment obsession to both of my children.
2: I
0: don't know, I think it might, that might be literally
1: ruin a meal if
0: you don't have the right condiment. Oh,
1: and it has point? to be
0: the right condiment within the condiment family.
1: Oh, water burger ketchup. So water let's kick French it off. Fries.
0: Time to kick yeah. it off. Ketchup oh, yeah. time, right? Okay. <laughs> and is
1: it ketchup or catsup? What
0: the heck? Well, and that's a good question too. <laughs> Cat soup or ketchup (laughs) and what's the difference and who came up with that where's that coming from Can you text me
1: the zoom info yes I'll text you the zoom
0: but I mean seriously who comes up with cat soup is that like a British thing or an Australian thing and Kathy you're going to have to tell me all of the oh no you don't hold on a minute I might be able to see the comments hold on. oh I haven't
1: even I haven't even come on yet well you gotta come on (laughs) girlfriend come
0: on on. it's Monday (laughs) and it's time
1: oh it's time to come
0: on come on come on Let's Put your money where your hat. See, where oh,
1: sorry,
0: are we? Oh, here we are. Yippee! I don't want to enter live studio. I'm gonna stay off. Oh, Anyways, I gotta turn it down. I don't have the com the compliments. I don't have, I don't <laughs> have the comments. So you're gonna tell me out here. But cat soup, where did that come from? Coach Quigs, come up with that one, dude. Ketchup. Okay, Let's ketchup see. is vitally important. It can't be just any ketchup. My grandma one time.
1: And don't forget to text me.
0: I, I am. My grandma <laughs> one time. She had gone out to buy ketchup and the store was out of my favorite ketchup. And she bought high top ketchup.
1: Like a generic one. Yeah,
0: oh. Gene-
1: and I'm, I'm big on, I don't care about it. I'll do genetic, genetic. I'll do generic. You'll do, do genetic too. ketchup. I'll do that too. Um Yeah, there we go. So I will do generic on a lot of things. Ketchup, absolutely not. And both my kids, ever since they were little turned their nose up at it plus like ketchup you usually have to shake a couple of times if it's the generic store brand still the liquid part will come out before the ketchup and at that point the ketchup's been ruined right i mean i'm am, i'm am high a top ketchup
0: high top mean. ketchup is no good store-bought ketchup is no taco bueno so del monte ketchup
1: I'm like, I'm, I'm a, I can do, we do um, like Heinz. There's one that's like, it has like simply Heinz. It's like organic with less sugar or, or no fruit coat, fructose. How do you say that? Fructose corn syrup yeah, or corn something syrup like that. You know what I'm talking about. Um, and thank you. Um,
0: and I just emailed it to her as well.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: Well, here's, here's my bottom line, right? My bottom line is this. It has to be Heinz. Del Monte has too much sugar in it. Like I can what about taste Hunt's? the Hunt's? Nope. Okay, Hines so the same way. Yeah. We're, Hines we're, is the same we're, way. I would
1: have to say we're a Hines family. Yeah. For, and know, pretty much exclusively.
0: I know. I know. The Hines are Democrats. I don't care. They well, make good well, ketchup. It,
1: when it comes to ketchup, it's all about the taste, the consistency. It can't be too thin, it can't be too thick. Um,. I don't want the ketchup that looks a little bit more brown than red. Oh, yeah. That's, that's way a, bad. That's, that's a, a problem. Yeah. yeah that's so that's off. like, you know.
0: No. Yeah. Not Just, doing brown ketchup.
1: And, and okay, here's here's a question. If you are a ketchup freak, condiment freak here, I mean, literally, I'll go to a restaurant there used to be a place called Jack Astor's on Parker Road. Yeah, do you yeah, remember yeah. that place? Oh, yeah, yeah, a
0: long time ago. And they
1: had the best um, finger chicken finger tender. Chicken tender fingers. You know, they were like... Um,
0: chicken tender fingers.
1: You know, they were kind of like They're either chicken fingers or they're chicken tenders. They're chicken tenders, but they were kind of... kind of. Th- they were really good. They were really batter good. batter was good. You probably... It, it, well, wire was, meaties. We used to do wire board meaties there. It
0: was I'd been to Jack really Astor's. Really
1: good. Yeah. Well, five chicken tenders on the plate. How many sauces did Kathy have?
0: Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Seven. If you include yep.
1: ketchup and ranch, which I include I do, ketchup and ranch. Um, they had like a plum sauce. They of had they um, did. some kind of um, spicy orange batter, or something, or some kind of wing sauce. Blue cheese, honey mustard. I mean, I, literally, and it was so funny in the waitress because we did um, why our board meetings there for a while, and it was literally, um, I had more sauces than. Fingers, yeah, yeah, or tenders or whatever. That's what I
0: mean. Okay, okay,
1: and, and and
0: deep fried battered chicken. Uh, thin let me ask you this: slices.
1: And I would love to know what the crew says. Can you eat French fries without ketchup? No. Shut it down. I won't eat a French fries
0: now. But here's the deal:
1: and like one what? little packet of ketchup, that's like per what two about or three fries.
0: French's ketchup, no.
1: No. And, they and have them I, in the packets. You know, it's interesting because I do a lot of French's mustard. I also now, love mustard Now, I'm transitioning. Shocking. Good
0: job. There you go because that's where I was going. But when,
1: but I did try to do the French's ketchup and mustard because I think I had like a mm. packet at the store yeah. for a while or something trying no. to market it. I just it just didn't work out
0: no french's didn't work ketchup. out no
1: didn't work out no yeah. and
0: again no del monte no hunts it, morning, has yeah. it has to be so heinz it has to be there you go so no french's ketchup but when it comes to my mustard it has to either be french's mustard or it has to be my um, brown and spicy mustard
1: Oh, now, see, and and in your refrigerator, I've, in my refrigerator, I think I've got five different mustards. I've got a horseradish mustard. Um, I used to always have a jalapeno mustard until my heartburn got so bad after 50. Um, I've got a regular mustard. I've got, um, uh, like, a Dijon, usually a coarse and something brown mustard. That's going to be your brown mustard. Yeah, regular. Um, And then, like, a honey mustard or something. Again, we have one whole shelf. Darn it, I should have taken a picture. The whole bottom shelf of the refrigerator, including one shelf in the uh, refrigerator door, all condiments.
0: All condiments. Schlotzky so sauce. So here's the other thing, right? <laughs> so in the mustard world, you put...
1: Fred Nord dips his, his fries in mayo. I've got friends who do that. Now,
0: you know, I take mayonnaise and ketchup and I combine them and I dip That's my fries. mayo
1: chip, which I have that.
0: I do that. Um, yeah, I do that.
1: But I got to have the ketchup.
0: Got to have the ketchup.
1: And we always, the kids taught me, <laughs> raising CJ and Emily, if it taught me anything, it taught me that you must always, at all times, have a backup ketchup, a backup ranch, and a backup sour cream. Well, and don't if you, you don't, you're in
0: trouble. Don't you buy the two-pack of ketchup, the big bottles? That's what I buy. It has a um, little holder, the hanger holder thing. You know,
1: I, for some reason, I buy one at a time. Oh, no, I don't know. Me.
0: I buy two at a time. And
1: it's only, and they're the big ones, too. Yes, they're the big and ones. The big two ones at a time. Because
0: yeah. I fly through ketchup. <laughs> so, all right. So, we've covered the mustard.
1: We are not the We've covered around. the ketchup.
0: <laughs> now, hold on a minute. Let's talk mayonnaise.
1: Oh, and then we've got Shirley in the waiting room. Shirley. Uh, our, Miss
0: Texas, Miss, Miss America. Miss Texas. Okay. Well, wish me luck.
1: All right, so I'm telling her that we're getting ready to bring her on and we will continue this condiment discussion and we want to hear from you. Like, what's the one thing? And then can you eat Whataburger, like something like waterburger because specific ketchup. Right. I have to have with waterburger onion rings or French fries, I have to have Whataburger ketchup.
0: So we may have an issue. Okay. Um, only because...
1: We're running the board ourselves today. Well no, I'm running I'm running a new
0: computer. I'm running their computer. Oh. And I'm not sure that the Zoom is connected.
1: Um, okay. So maybe um, just Shirley
0: and I having a really nice conversation. Uh, <laughs> Shirley is shaking her head at me.
1: <laughs> let, me see, let me see if I can hear her on. Can you turn my headphones oh, on?
0: Oh, no, she's not. That's a commercial shaking its head at me.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, can you turn my headphones on? I, I can check.
0: Oh, hold on just a second. I've got to determine. Let's see.
1: Um, okay, and, and Michelle says, very rarely do mayo. Not my favorite thing. Yeah, May, I've got mayo. And then the next question I will want to ask about condiments, mayo versus Miracle Whip. Because there's a very much Miracle difference Whip between those mayonnaise. two. Miracle
0: Whip is not mayonnaise. Miracle Whip is a dressing.
1: Very, very much difference between those two.
0: Okay.
1: I'm, I'm going to ask Nate Nathaniel too. Is there something we need to do for us? Join
0: meeting. JP, all right. Join.
1: Okay, and Ron says I like You've water burger, no that. onions, but I will have onion rings. Okay, funny. So you'll do the, you won't do the onions on the hamburger or whatever it is, but you will do the onion rings. So that's funny because I, I know people who will do that. Oh, and, and Charles, um, Charles says no Miracle Whip, and I know people who are like that. Um, Doctor Good says, and she may have been referring to somebody else. Ron dips his in gravy. Um, Fred said he used to love Miracle Whip. The French fries, um, the fr- oh, the French eat their fries with mayo. Okay, so is that their thing? That's their thing. Okay, so that's their gig. And, and we're seeing if we're trying to get a former, she's former Miss Texas, former Miss America, um, Shirley Barrett, who is um, judging the competition, and we hope to get her on soon because I know she starts judging at 8 o'clock this morning. Is there a way to bring her up on my screen if we share my screen?
0: Okay, I'm connected into the VentureX Studio. I thought I activated ours. That's looking at something.
1: Hmm. Well, Um, yeah, I may have I may have to give that another try. Okay, I've told Nathaniel's supposed to be here momentarily. So, I wonder what momentarily means. I don't know. I thought it was seven (laughs) forty three. All right. So everybody's like, okay. So as y'all have technical difficulties, um, so yeah, we're running the board this this morning ourselves. Um, I know we're going to come back to talking about condiments. We're also going to be talking about um, jobs, job availability, how much. Um, you're getting paid nowadays Um, so stay tuned for that we are um, also I'd like to give a big shout out to the what they call themselves the not so ready for Plano not not ready to be not ready to be old timers of Plano Um, a group of folks who did, oh gosh Charles give a soap update Kathy oh Oh, you have... Liam's in jail now, let's just say that. Um, and so is his dad, Bill. So
2: Charles. Whole King crazy.
1: <laughs> Charles, the JP, is not happy. Um, but the, uh, this group of... And I think they graduated like mid graduated. mid to late 70s. Um, was that the time frame that everybody yeah. here? Um, like the 76, 77 time oh, frame. Long. And they are... Um, oh, she said she needs a meeting passcode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not my computer. Um, okay. Oh, and, and Nathaniel said he's walking in now. So good. Um, so anyway, so that uh, Coach Quigley led, led a group okay. of folks who were just, um, just did a great job. Um, you yeah, know, of course, um, uh, Mary Travis, who we've had on the show with her husband Randy before. It, was a great special edition of J.P. Kathy and the Crew. We have not aired it yet. We'll let y'all know when we're going to be airing it. But it was wonderful. It was just so great to hear about, you know, growing up in the 70s and what Plano was like back in the day. They're talking about um, Plano when the concrete stopped at Alma. So if you like can just how close imagine... Is- huh?
0: Close. He can- said he's
1: walking in now.
0: Walking in Oh, the- he doesn't
1: have his car key- card key. Can you go let him in? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, and and in the meantime, I hope we hope. Oh, he said he got it. He got it. So, all right. So, um, anyways, a great, great, great time with the pl- with the knot. Not quite ready to be Plano old timers, so that was just awesome. We um, we loved it. We had a great time with them, and we will definitely tell you when that special edition of JP, Kathy, and the crew will be coming on. And in the meantime, hopefully, um, hello Nathaniel. <laughs> okay, um, I didn't know which Zoomer. We were, have so we have sent her well, the information. And- Come on and join me over here at the other table, well, JP.
0: Actually, we're a cup of coffee. Well, you go. You and go, go, with, you go with, you with, your <laughs> with your bad self.
1: You go with your bad self. But we're just gonna have we're having you. fight we're having you. It's gonna be a blank screen. No,
2: it's
1: not. Yeah, you're well, on. I'll Just put it on you. You're on camera. Just Hello. Put it on you. Okay. Hey. Thanks. Okay. Well, I'm gonna continue the condiment yeah. discussion because. Well, no, no, no. You're not. Now you wait for oh, me. though. you talk to Miss Texas,
0: Miss America. Ma'am, what? she's not on yet. He's gonna have her in ten seconds.
1: Do we think? Are
0: Nine, we getting her on? Eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two. Link, one. hold on, All via email. On. He's got it, she's got it already. It should she's be in the... In the- for, she's in the waiting room for J.P. Kathy, and the cruise. Okay, label. now do
1: I need to put my headset on to hear her?
0: No, you Nathaniel? Know the thing. Come the oh, right,
1: good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Dad.
0: I thought Sharon just walked in the way you looked at the front door.
1: No, right here.
0: (laughs) All right, would you like a gun?
1: Okay, are we gonna have her? Because we're gonna be losing her in a couple of minutes to judging.
0: Plus, I know she's in our Zoom page.
1: And thank you so much to the crew for, for sticking with us oh, all during this. Off. There are zero viewers. <laughs> You're recording now. just to record. Oh, there we go. And Karis, good morning. How are you? All right. I mean, I'm in
0: the Zoom. Jeez. Okay. So have her join again. You're in the JP Kathy in the Can right? you yeah. please rejoin?
1: You want anything?
0: Uh, no, i good.
1: All right. Yeah. I think well, we scotch, I hope sure. uh, <laughs> it, it, it it's is, it's Curry. a Murphy's Law Monday. I'm, I think he needs
0: a Scotch. Folks.
1: It's a Murphy's Law Nathanael's Monday. Nathaniel's got
0: Murphy's Law Monday. Yeah. Oh, you're in the Venture X studio Zoom. No,
2: I joined the
0: J.P.
1: Okay, Hall. so you've got the J So we're in the one, because that's the one I texted. Nathaniel's
0: text like, dude.
1: I'm wondering, is the same link that we sent to her the same one that Nathaniel sent to her? Can you text me? text me well yeah it's the same yeah it should be the same one okay uh, okay well in the meantime then if we can't do that what we're gonna do is um Nathaniel if you will pull up and I gosh I hate to miss miss her as um like I said former miss um p- brand new part of the show <laughs> I know they're not new to us um, that's why we need a so we need somebody in to run the board for us so we can just sit and chit chat um, so if you will pull up in the meantime and I'd send it to your venture X email the um, Miss Texas um, promotional um, video if you will say if you will play that one for us and we'll see if we get her but I, I have a feeling she probably has gone in to um, start judging but the Miss Texas competition is going on this week JP and I are going to be broadcasting live on on Friday morning from um, the Renaissance. Um, is it the Renaissance? I think that's a hotel. Susan, help me out with that. Is that the name of that hotel in Richardson? Um, the, the ladies who are competing for the title of Miss Texas have been there since... Oh, my goodness, I think Saturday. Um, they already started um, giving out some of the scholarships, um, some of the awards. Um, I know one of our Miss Texas ambassadors who um, who was on our show received some scholarship money. Um, I saw that on her social media this weekend. Um, so they have already started the process of competing. And let me know when you've got that video up to, pull, to play. And um, Chandler Foreman, who we just dearly love. Oh, and that's right. Oh, yeah, Chandler's dad. Um, uh, Dexter is going to be um, a special guest of ours on Friday morning as well because we're always talking or he and JP are always talking sports and um, uh, sports and barbecue and all that kind of fun stuff so um, anyway so it'll be a great show Friday morning we're super excited to be broadcasting live from there and um, just really excited to see who wins the new crown I had um, the honor and privilege of judging and let me tell you tell me when you're ready we may have to start it over, um, of judging their spring um, uh, workshop uh, sessions and um, was able to judge um, their, they did a new new segment this, um, that was like an impromptu speaking segment, and I was one of the judges for that. Oh, uh, and uh, Shirley, it says host has another meeting, is what Shirley said. She said it has another, it, she said, it says host has another meeting. I think
0: I started a
1: venture out to Um Anyway, so um, wh- I'm just looking at these ladies, like uh, these people like Shirley who are judging this week. This is going to be extremely tough competition. And, of course, um, we are going to miss um, Chandler, but we're still going to keep in touch with her. I'm very excited to see what she does. I was telling everybody, Dexter... Chandler's dad's gonna be one of our guests on Friday. Heck so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have big, big fun. Well we're gonna open big up the fun. condiments
0: conversation again uh, with him.
1: Well, and then wet barbecue, dry barbecue, like rub. Oh hello. See? dry. See, it's so funny how everyone Texas
0: barbecue. To me, both. Dry. Not Texas. Both. Not Texas. <laughs> well, I also Just like to do that. No beans in the chili. And yet yeah, Susan said
1: yes, it is the Renaissance. So um just very excitable. Well, if Shirley's able to join us. And, oh, and I just hate that we're missing her. Um, but Shirley, thank you so much. <laughs> maybe we can see you on Friday morning and um, get you um, live when we're there. Um, send her the same link. Oh, Fred Morton maybe Did we send her the same link while the other one was open. But she'll be the same. Uh, okay, well, I've got her pulled up in case she texts me again. So if she texts us, we will definitely put her right in. Um, so, anyway, so uh, great, great competition. They're they're crowning Miss Texas and Miss um, Teen USA. I think, isn't the crowning of Miss Teen USA right after we do our live broadcast? Because I don't we got know. invited to stay for that. I think that's what, Susan, is that what, what we've been invited to stay for? I don't,
0: is my mic on? Okay. Hello. <laughs> Your mic is on. Yes. You're so funny.
1: Hello. You're so loud. <laughs> Am I or you? No. We both are. We both in are. In real life.
0: <laughs> so, a um, couple three things, right? One, I don't yeah, know. I don't have a copy of the schedule.
1: Okay, I'm going to tell her Nathaniel's trying to fix it.
0: Nathaniel, Nathaniel, he needs some bourbon, Nathaniel. <laughs> oh, sorry, that went out live. <laughs>
1: At, at seven fifty-five in the morning. So
0: Friday, though, um, we do have a special edition. Very excited! We are about this going show. to be coming from the Miss Texas pageant live to you, um, and. We've got some new cool equipment that Chuck and I even tested out.
1: Yeah. You guys got a little crazy on Saturday afternoon.
0: We did. And this Saturday night about 945. So new
1: wireless mics.
0: And they work amazing.
1: Oh, okay. Great price. I can't believe
0: we got that. Okay. Um, number one. Number two. Father's Day sale? uh, no, I don't think so. I think they were just that price. In fact, all the reviews said best price or best product for price point. We got some lighting. So we're now we're highfalutin fancy.
1: Even more, more lighting than the other tent lights that we had. What are those kind of lights called?
0: Yeah, you heard the, the pop, sign. Pop huh? up lights. I'm gonna pop up your lights.
1: Uh, anyway, well, I think those are pop up lights. Could be pop lights, something like that. I don't know. See, I don't know any of the technical terms for anything. So stay out of the playground. I do know this is a shield. No, that's a shield. What's a shear? <laughs>
0: Oh, easy. Like on the
1: microphone?
0: Hey, are we at Sarah Secrets? Where are we at here? No, I've we... got shields, shears. What? Yeah, I mean, hello. <laughs> well, and you're pointing at things that look like phalluses. Oh,
1: Have you ever my noticed that when goodness. you're talking to
0: the mic, you're talking to like it's a. It's
1: Monday, it's not Friday. But it looks like a
0: penis. It does. Oh,
1: my God. Be honest. Gosh, be honest. It's Monday, not Friday. Be honest. Don't be not. Don't we know. We can't talk about that stuff until it's Friday. And Why? we can't talk about it this Friday because it would be Oh, yeah, we
0: can't this Friday. So I'm having fun today. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, but no, we're all hooked up, ready to go. Chuck has got us on the run. Um, we are very
1: excited. So we're going
0: to be coming live from OBS Studios as well.
1: What's the Blue Yeti? Fred North's about to buy the Blue Yeti?
0: Man, do it, dude. What is that? I don't know. What is that? It's got to be some kind of cooler.
1: Oh, it's a kind of microphone. Oh. Hmm.
0: Oh, it's a microphone. The Blue Yeti. Well,
1: they're, and they're, I thought, in a Yeti, I thought, I thought Yetis a cooler. were cooler.
0: Uh, well, maybe it's just cool. The coolers and stuff like
1: that. <laughs> Oh, it's cooler mm-hmm. if she pops back in, please let us know because we'd love to have her on. In the meantime, can were you able to pull up the um, promotion for Miss Texas? All right, so we'll watch a little bit of this to get us in the mood and get us ready in the mood for so condiments conversation? So we can celebrate Chandler and celebrate the new Miss um. Texas. <laughs>
2: A host All right,
1: and so that's getting us in the mood, getting us ready. Or are For you in the, the Miss Texas competition, oh, I'm pumped because i you know, of course, I follow everybody and we follow now, Susan. I think this guy
0: beating on this guy's going to be fun on
1: social media. <laughs> Get him, dude! Get him <laughs> on social media. You know, I follow a lot of the ladies involved with the Miss Texas organization, and um, I've just been seeing pictures and all this stuff. And Chandler's been posting a bunch of stuff, and so what a great time! Okay, she said um, Shirley said it appears to be ready. Do you see her? It says he is checking, check, um, waiting for host to start meeting appears to be ready. Maybe look at something else. Maybe is, do we, we start two Zoom meetings at the same time? I didn't. Hmm.
0: Unless somebody's in a meeting.
1: Because she is going above and beyond because she is literally preparing to judge.
0: What do you? That's a good question. What do you do to prepare to judge? Well, because you can't prejudge.
1: No, I I think you I think you get the um, like bios and information and do things like a, that ahead of time. I don't, but I could just call her if you want. Give you me your phone. I can connect to this.
2: Oh, okay. We will call you.
0: I could just have a private one-on-one with her.
1: My phone. <laughs> no.
0: It'd be okay, my private. What? How did? What did that hey, Tina Turner oh, song go? Stuff. My private, private dancer. dancer, room for one or something like that. Be private with I me. Heard that.
1: No, I don't think. I don't think she said that. No, she didn't.
0: I always thought she did.
1: And what am I thinking? I'm thinking Tiny Dancer. That's Elton John.
0: No, I'm, no, I'm talking Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah
1: but isn't?
0: And that's amazing. You know, I even know that.
1: Private dancer, dancer for money. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's. I remember that. That was Tina Turner. A little yeah. risky, but but. Tiny dancer, is Elton John. I am. It is.
0: You got lucky. I got Private Dancer with Tina Turner. I was going to
1: say, I'm kind of impressed that you even know that much, right? And of course, JP probably made up all his own words to it. Okay, so we are calling ah. uh, Ms. Shirley Barrett right now. Do you have Bluetooth up? Will we need to put on headphones to hear her.
0: No, come okay. speaker.
1: Oh. Shirley. Okay. Oh, yay! Okay, when when all else fails on technology, and we are so sorry, go old school and call somebody from your phone. So good morning, Shirley Barrett. How are you? I'm doing great. Good morning. Well, we are so excited to have you on. Now, let's let's talk. You are extremely famous. Not only are you a former Miss Texas, but you also, the year you were holding the title of Miss Texas, became Miss America. So talk to us about when you received that and what that experience was like.
2: Well, I was Miss Texas in 1974, so it was September, and I became Miss America in 1975. So it was a long time. You know uh, what? I'm excited it in the as it was 1974.
1: Well, okay, I'm sorry. You were cutting out just a little bit. What did you say about that? What was that last sentence you said, Shirley? I
2: said it was, It's although it, we have a terrible echo, so I, I don't know how this is going to work out. You sound really good now. Was, okay, all right. It was... It's just as exciting this week as it was way back in 1974. Just the dresses and the and the hair is different. <laughs> uh, I love, I love, yes.
1: The hair's not as big as it was back in the day, I'm assuming. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> and I, and I, like, I like the big hair days. Um, so what do you do? I mean, this is, I, I don't think people realize when you're a judge for the Miss Texas competition, this is a week-long um excursion what do you do to prepare for something like this because y'all have got a grueling schedule
2: people have no idea what it takes to be a judge for the miss texas pageant i in my lap right now because i'm about to go to enter start um interviews actually right. i am holding uh a uh a notebook that's about three inches thick of all the contestants their resumes uh what they've what they've been doing, what they do at school, scholastically. And I want to tell you, people would be so impressed if they could hear. We have doctors and lawyers. We have scientists. We have astronauts. We have nurses, EMT. We have a little bit of everything. So it is truly um Exciting to, to meet these young ladies. You just think, how did they do all this in their young lives? Yes, I don't know. It, it, it is amazing. You know, you look
1: at you look at what they've done. Most of them have their own nonprofits or their own charity, or they're they're a big part, or they're in leadership for a charity or nonprofit organization. Um, they some of them have started initiatives. Some of them have written books. Uh, it really is amazing, and it shows you that yes, obviously, um, the ladies who have been chosen including yourself for miss texas and miss america are, are beautiful women on the outside but i tell you it, it's it's the inside that counts y'all are looking for intelligent um articulate um very involved women who want to make a positive difference in the world
2: most people think of the Miss America pageant as, um, and a lot of the other pageants. But for the Miss America pageant, it is unique, and that it is not a beauty contest, and um, it, it really is all about the scholarship money. If you hear, if you could be a fly on the wall and listen to the people who are putting this. Pageant together, you would be amazed at what they're emphasizing. It's not the beauty of the girls, although we all love to see a. Everyone likes to look at a pretty girl, yeah. but it is the uh, the essence of her. Yes. There are these. Some of these contestants have put in thousands and thousands of uh, of hours of volunteer time in, into their passion of whatever it is, and so it really is impressive to to be a part of this. And to see what it is that it's so much more. In fact, uh, Kathy, it is the world's largest scholarship foundation for women, yes. and I don't think people realize that at all. But I, it I is. think that's
1: huge, Shirley. And let's talk a little bit more about this because I noticed when I did the the spring workshop judging, some of these young ladies, it, the ones who had the topic of education discussed how this is why they are going through school and getting their, you know, undergrad, graduate, um, some of them, uh, their, you know, doctoral degrees. And they are doing this without any out-of-pocket costs. These are ladies who have said, I would not have been able to even afford to go to a um, community college. And now I'm working on my master's. Via, absolutely via the scholarship money
2: i can say from the scholarship money that i uh, that i won as a local queen a state queen and as a national winner it paid for nearly all of my undergraduate degree but it paid for every penny of my master's degree and it paid for every penny of my phd so in fact last night Chandler, the, the current miss texas Said that she was about to graduate, and I think she said with her master's degree, and she will be debt-free. Yes, and that's huge to say that. It's amazing, and to be able to say that in
1: 2021. It's it's amazing, and yeah, especially nowadays when college is so crazy over-the-top expensive. Well, um, so what what are you looking for this week? What What is your mindset when you go into this competition, knowing that it is such stiff competition, and especially after coming off a pandemic year, what are you focusing on as a judge? What are you looking for?
2: We're looking for the candidate who is well-rounded. Okay. She needs to be able to speak on her feet uh, quickly and with, uh, with a, a sense of gen- being genuine and articulate and, uh, and someone who's a, a people person, you have to. Yes. You know, as Miss yes. America, I was traveling um, uh, just about every other day, uh, you know, around the United States, even around the world. And so you're meeting new people every day. Every other day, you're in a different city, so you have to be able to enjoy meeting people and getting to see what all is going on. And they're knocking at my door, so I have to. All right. Well, quick, we, we are but... so grateful for the time, and and
1: have oh, a blast. And we hope we get to I wave will. at you Friday. We're going to be there live doing um, our show live from um, from the Renaissance Hotel. So hopefully, we get to wave to you in public. Oh.
2: Oh, I would love that, Kathy. And I'm sorry that our time was short this morning. We're just glad we got you on. Have a great week.
1: Thanks so much. We appreciate you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, how cool is that? So, former Miss um, Miss Texas, 1974, Dr. Shirley Barrett, um, and then uh, former Miss America, 1975. So, oh, thank you so much, sir. Um, she um, just, w- what a delightful woman, and it's so great that, you know, even over the years now, I've met, you know, women from 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s who have been uh, title holders for Miss Texas, and they all just have some some certain something in common jp and they all have such amazing hearts for service you know um and we look at the miss texas ambassadors we've had on this year we look at you know chandler and and the other ladies who we've had on who have been the miss texas title holders and just uh, what a great group of women and so excited that jp kathy and the crew gets to be part of this it's fun
0: are you sure it's just not Kathy gets to be a part of this? I didn't even get to ask your question.
1: Well, you were typing away.
0: No, I just was waiting for my chance. <laughs> I think it's just the Kathy version.
1: Yeah, yep, there's a lot of wah, wah, wah okay. There. And did you get did you get the Megan Rapinoe thing I sent you?
0: Your, your uh, girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, but we're not going there. Okay, we gotta stay on. We, on we
1: will here. on Wednesday. We got to stay on because I, I know it's so hard, but I wanted to make sure you saw that because, oh, really? Yeah. So Miss Perfect, everything. We all love her. She's so Microphone. great. She's so great. Huh? Somebody did a little research on her Twitter feed.
0: Yeah. Well, Telling you, not. If
1: you don't have anything nice to say, post a picture of your puppy or your kitten or in JP's she's case, nasty. your goat.
0: She's nasty. <laughs>
1: that's why i like to say jp's girlfriend because literally she's nasty steam comes out of his ears
0: she's nasty
1: i oh, always have been nasty you're, you're you're literally her what's the furthest thing from the not number one fan there's got to be a term for that
0: i don't know i got to think about it my <laughs> okay. mind's on unemployment
1: yeah so let's let's talk about that um you know, and this is this is one of those topics that we're going to keep bringing this back up. JP and I were doing a pre-production meeting <clears throat> um, on his way home from the horse tracks yesterday. Carter got to go to the horse races. I just he love did. I love that. And so did stay in the man. Um, but let's talk about and, and I'd love to hear feedback from the crew on this. Do you not go everywhere and see help wanted signs? I mean, in the window, by the checkout, wherever you are, are you not seeing help wanted signs? Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, Everywhere you go, there's help wanted. I mean, have um,
1: billboards, well, four and, by and, fours in front of restaurants.
0: And here, here's what becomes the big question, right? You pull up, some dude or some dudette has got a sign that says, please help, need money. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like saying, I feel like driving like, Forty feet, getting an application, and coming you, back and going. Here you go. Yeah, here's an application right here. Yeah, like yeah. they need they need you to work. Why don't you go work? And because that's where I'm becoming now.
1: I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, never seen more help wanted signs in my entire life.
0: Raising minimum wage is it bad for business? That's <laughs> that's the big question, right? Yeah. That that and unemployment. We're we're sticking with those two conversation pieces, and companies are already. In the process of raising minimum wage. Well, yeah. that means they're also raising the costs of their product yes. on to you as well. Yes. Um, it's interesting that some of the liberal sites are saying that small businesses can absorb the the wage increase. <laughs> which I think is kind of funny, to be honest with you. Oh, and I don't agree. I don't know how they Nothing can absorb it. Nothing is free.
1: You, ultimately, you pay the price somewhere for every financial decision that is made. Right? Right. I mean, you don't. I'm not very good at math. That is not my gig, not my jam. But that's just simple economics 101.
0: So, I mean, it's crazy. So there does seem to be a general feeling in the finance world that there does need to be a raise of minimum wage. To a point where work, workers can afford their basic needs, yep. but there is a big but. Uh, generally believing <laughs> I like that big
1: buts, and I cannot lie.
0: Well, you are <laughs> right, and so generally believing that raising the minimum wage rate would deprive a less skilled worker of entry level opportunities and natively impact the U.S. economy. Many companies have indicated that raising minimum wage would not affect their profitability. Well, of course it's not. Uh, the impact on many firms with a large percentage of minimum wage earners would be very significant. Again, the impact on many firms with a large percentage of minimum wage earners would be very significant. So what am I doing? I'm talking about two different arenas here. Yeah. Businesses that don't have a lot of minimum wage earners that are saying, hey, you know what? It's not gonna impact us. We're not gonna have to pass right. anything on mean, we, we don't have very many entry-level workers, we're fine. Versus the companies that are going to be hit hard. That's why small businesses say that, you know what, we're not going to be hit too hard, because they don't have a whole lot of minimum wage workers that work for them. And so for them, it's not a big deal.
1: Well, and again, yeah, but anybody who has, even somebody who's maybe the, uh, you know, answers phones or, I guess, mail room or does data entry or something like that, if you have even just a handful of minimum wage workers, that impacts the bottom line.
0: Well, it does if you have a large number, right? But again, if you don't have a large number of the workers, then it doesn't impact.
1: Yeah, you. I mean, I, and I, I think it, it depends on how, what, your, what your business model looks like and all that kind of good stuff. So some, are some businesses going to be okay no matter what? Mm-hmm. Yes. But if you look at the bigger picture, okay, ser- the service industry, Right. Uh, recently, um, uh, we had Dr. Good's um, lovely retirement party Thursday at Uncle Julio's. You spoke with the manager, and what did he tell you? Well, and
0: he, he was walking around. I didn't yeah. ask to speak with him. Yeah. And he just said, man, I apologize. Um, we just weren't staffed for this. We don't have the staff for it. And so and
1: and uh, like I was telling you my mom and I went um to um, put flowers on um, Jerry's grave for Father's Day and on my grandfather's grave for Father's Day and afterwards we were like you know you know uh, my mom likes Denny's and I hop. and I said which one do you want to go to and she said well let's go to Denny's it probably won't be as busy big old 4 by 4 right when you walk like right in you couldn't, you had to walk around the sign practically to get in. Help wanted, hiring for all positions. You get inside of Denny's literally by the um, cash register where you check out, where you wait to be seated. Everything's help wanted, help wanted, help wanted, hiring all positions. And even though we were not there at a busy time at all, JP, we had to wait in the waiting area. And then when we left, they had people in the waiting area and out on the sidewalk. Again, not even 50% filled up and it wasn't a COVID thing it was in the entire and this is a big old denny's they had two waitresses and a manager yeah and then obviously kitchen staff um and and they're you can tell they're just dying for folks to to come there i
0: mean we go to upper park cafe in little old downtown yeah aubrey yeah they only had one cook for father's day so it took a long time to get your food. Well,
1: and didn't, um, last night, you and your dad at the- um, Oh yeah, at
0: Lone Star Park, same yeah, thing. Yeah, they, they didn't have
1: the staff to, because no. there was a big crowd for Father's Day. I think yeah. that's a great a great Father's Day gig to do um, out there. But you said it was like y'all's dinner kind of stretched four out. Four hours. Yeah.
0: It was a four-hour meal, Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, But it was, it was definitely like I'm eating a lot of salad. <laughs> Yes. And a lot of rolls. A lot of rolls. Yeah, but I love the yeast. I'm not, not complaining that. about the rolls. So Ron Baker <laughs> says we're looking for CDL drivers at premier transportation. Um, Fred Nort says yes at all Chick-fil-A's and Whataburgers. Yeah. Um, and it's Fred makes a good point, and I agree with him. Raising minimum minimum wage causes higher prices. If we keep doing that here in Texas, we will start heading towards New York costs of living. It's true. Um, now, it won't
1: matter that we don't have a state income tax. It'll be right. so expensive to go to the grocery store, which it, that's another thing. Are y'all noticing hits at the grocery store? And I'm going back to my dry shampoo analogy. Um, before I was able to get it for like, it started getting higher recently, like nine ninety five for one can, which is really getting pretty expensive. Saw it at like a CVS or a Walgreens the other day, fourteen ninety five. Yeah. So I'm I'm sitting there saying, and I've got sticker shock, when I'm going to the grocery store, I'll look at something and I'll be like, has it always been this expensive? That's kind of ridiculous.
0: No, it hasn't.
1: It, it's just recently. It
0: is. Well, inflation's on the rise. Oh. We, we are in an inflation economy yes, right now. Yes, you
1: are correct, sir, yeah. unfortunately. So um, yeah.
0: I'm at IMA.net. Uh, this is a huge financial firm. Um, they did a huge executive summary and survey Uh, or they they have an executive summary out there from their huge survey that they did uh, to all senior financial professionals. And the key questions were, you know, what the the report represents is the impact of raising a minimum wage on their companies and on the economy in general. Here's what the respondents had to say. They generally agreed that 45 percent strongly agree dis- or strongly agree to agree okay. versus 40% disagree, strongly disagree that we need to raise the minimum wage to the point where workers can afford their basic needs. So about even Yeah, uh, companies with a significant number of employees paid at the minimum wage rate were much less likely to agree naturally. Yeah. Um, while supportive of the idea that employees earning the minimum wage need to be able to afford their basic needs, respondents generally believe that raising minimum wage would deprive less skilled workers of entry-level opportunities and negatively impact the U.S. economy. That's a big idea there, right? Yeah. So again, one more time, while supportive of the idea that employees earning the minimum wage need to be able to afford their basic needs, respondents generally believe that that raising it would deprive less skilled workers of entry-level opportunities. Right, That's a big deal.
1: It's a really big deal. Well, but here's the thing. The current administration glosses over that.
0: Right. Some findings from that. Mid-market firms were most likely to agree that there would be a positive economic impact. Very large companies, the least likely. Half of the respondents felt raising the minimum wage would have a negative impact on the growth of the U.S. economy, while a third of the respondents felt the impact would be positive, with the rest unsure. By a 47% to 41% margin, respondents believe raising the minimum wage deprives less skilled workers of entry-level work opportunities. However, by a 45 to 38% margin, they believe raising the minimum wage would not prevent less skilled workers from gaining the skills that would qualify them for higher paying jobs. Now, I find that interesting. I mean, is it because they get into the entry level job and they gain the skills? You know, and I think part of this and what my mind goes to right away is warehouse work. So you start off as somebody loading the truck, making $10, $12 an hour, right? Are you talking
1: about maybe even like somebody who's like an Amazon delivery yeah, Amazon person deli- or something? Well, no,
0: not delivery person. I'm talking about in a warehouse. Okay. You work In a warehouse, logistics. Just like
1: the assembly kind of process that goes right. on, okay? Right,
0: well, you know, loading the trucks up, getting the trucks yep. out, okay. organizing the, the warehouse. Um, and then you go from there to learning how to drive the forklift. Okay. And a forklift driver will make anywhere between 15 and $18 an hour, okay. right? So you've gone from $12 to 15 to $18 as a forklift okay. driver. Well, then you learn the logistics of the warehouse. Right. And you move start moving up into lower management on helping run the logistics of what's coming in and going out, what the bill of ladings are saying. So that's the kind of thing I think of right away. Because when I had a bunch of friends in that business that worked their way up from in high school, in high school, loading boxes on the weekends and after school to graduating high school and driving the forklift. To make enough money to have a little apartment. Right. Then five years later, moving into lower management and making a little more money where they can afford a little car, they can have a little yeah. family, to mid-management where they are making a good salary. He's
1: got his announcer's voice on today. I do. <laughs> and
0: then after, you know, after 15, 20 years, you move into higher management <laughs> and you make a nice salary for your family. That's the way it worked. And to think that you should be able to go to work for McDonald's at an entry level job with no skills required and be able to afford to take care of yourself, where has that come from? And, and I got two the Participation
1: things. trophy generation. Well,
0: I got two things for you. Entitle one. That. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shh. On this one. <laughs> no. No. One. What are we doing in school? We left and abandoned vocational trade schools oh, and vocational. Trade, I know high where you're going. You got it. Where we were producing students yep. that could work on diesel engines, that could weld, that could do carpentry work, they electrical work. Plumbing, that's right, plumbing work. Yes. In the Midwest, they had yeah. vocational schools that you could start in eighth grade and graduate and graduate the vocational certification and go out and get a job making enough money to take care of your family. So what did we do as an educational system? Everybody's got to have a college degree. Not everybody's going to get a college degree. Well, we figured that out about eight years into it, 10 yeah. years into it. So we created CTE schools. Okay. Yep. Career technology, right? Yep. Or maybe not even CTE, CT something, but they're career yeah, technology yeah. schools. Okay, that's great. You know, and, and some of the districts have done a great job with that. Culinary arts, banking. Last time I checked, though, banking wasn't vocational. No. Then they had some other jobs that you could go into, computers. Again, not vocational. Yeah. Vocational, folks. Welding, carpentry, yeah. masonry,
1: you know, um, um, diesel H- truck, H- truck mechanic. yeah. You know, HVAC. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing, right? Plumbers, electricians make really good money.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: More money than college graduates do coming out
1: and and, and at a very young age so think about it if you're making a decent salary and say you know it takes you a couple of years we've got a dear friend of both, both mine and yours who's um you know young very involved in politics um was doing the college thing decided to go car mechanic route has a great job at toyota now making some serious cash and he's not even 21 so it just in his first 10 years at this position, can you imagine as a single young guy how much money he can save because right. of how much he's making?
0: Well, and, you know, here's the thing, right? That's a right? life changer. So Fred says, my wife is pissed. They want the minimum wage of 15 an hour. She doesn't make much more than that and is working as a licensed medical assistant. At a cancer uh, practice. But again, Fred, guess what? Your wife is jacked because that's not going to be considered an entry-level job because she's got a certificate. Well, you said licensed. She's licensed. So that may not roll down that way. And that's, again, that was going to be my second point. My second point is, my first point is education. We drop the ball. Everybody's got to have a college degree. Everybody's got to go to college. And we start slacking off on vocational trade schools. Blow me away. What happens? One, we have a shortage in welders where five years ago we are at the American Association of Welders is offering like free scholarships to go become welders. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Because they
1: know they're going to make the money back once you've got the skill set and you're out there working. Well, there's no Uh, welders to grab. Uh, Yeah.
0: And then the underwater welders, the same thing. The guys that are working on the pipelines. Um, Number two, biggest issue under that is a huge shortage in carpenters. You know, and TCU even created a construction type graduate or construction type college degree uh, to go into construction management and into construction, right? But where where are carpenters at? And what we end up having is is guys like Chuck Gura, who I love to death, the Catholic handyman. Yes, who that's Plug. what he does because he enjoys it. It's a hobby, oh, you know, he loves and he's it, yeah. good at it. And he's very good at yeah, it. Yeah, but it's like he's not a trained carpenter. He's a trained computer.
1: But he's learned. He's he's a he's a DIY. No, well, no, no, not, no, not, not at all. all. But that's just what he. Well, and um, I'm another one. And your daughter. This is her field. Remember, and this was it was interesting because because I, I taught ninety one to ninety eight, and this is when they were starting to phase out all these vocational programs. Remember when you could get your cosmetology degree while going to high school. And so literally, you could walk out a certified cosmetologist, go into, you know, being a makeup artist, hairdresser, um, nail nail salon person, whatever the case may be, you could walk out and at age 18 with a high school diploma, you had your your Texas certification for cosmetology. And let me tell you, my, my daughter has um, a girlfriend who she went straight to cosmetology school after high school. And here two years later, three years later, she is making amazing money at a great salon great clientele um the pandemic didn't even slow her down um so you know it's one of those things that we we're taking these opportunities away because we just assumed well everybody's going to get a college degree so then what you know what she ended up having jp a whole a whole bunch of college graduates working at starbucks sleeping on their parents couch right. at age 25 26 27
0: right so, so h-
1: how'd that work out for everybody
0: right and coach quigg's um, it wasn't that the prices for the insurance for the industrial arts program had increased. It was that they weren't the school districts used the reason to eliminate certain programs because those industries weren't offering insurance to their graduates. So like when you graduated yeah. from um, like when they were doing just the mechanics, not the diesel mechanics, right, um, they eliminated that program because you couldn't get help they weren't offering health insurance. Um, culinary arts became a big thing. Because the National Association of Restaurants came together and got insurance for all of their employees if they wanted access right. to them. Right. For restaurants across the country. Um you know, and uh, like Coach Quigley says, his daughter's doing great. Yeah, she went to Tony and Guy, and that's is a Miss hairstylist. Miss
1: Coach Quigley, Mrs. Coach Quigley, well, but Lillian. It, but she's right. Yeah. Well, that's no, what, Coach Q's oh, on he's her on, phone. Oh, he's on. her feet. Yeah, yeah. And she's doing great. Um, you know, has a has a job where she can create her own hours, and she's got young kids, and that's always a great thing. Um, and now call You can, most people there are people who are not going to college, not because they don't want to. JP, you just you can't afford it.
0: Well, and that's unless where junior have, colleges come in.
1: And unless you want to have a bajillion dollars in student loans.
0: Right. And well, you go to junior college yeah. if you're smart. Yeah. But to shift yes. back, the, the the bottom line is this is that we are talking about unskilled workers. High school could fix this by increasing the number of skilled jobs that they help students train yeah. for. For example, this is one of those where it's a good thing. You can now leave a lot of high schools as a vet tech too. Yes. A certified yes. vet tech too. Yep. You make good money. Yep. You can take care of yourself. You make $20 an hour coming out. Yeah. You can take care of yourself. All right. Medical assistance. Again, like Fred said, his wife's barely making over $15 an hour. Right. But for a high school student,
1: for somebody who's young, doesn't have kids a little and a family yet, exactly. Okay. Yep. Yep. And
0: then they can progress, right? They can continue to move forward. Um, what it comes down to is is this. So I've given you the two big ones, right? One is education changed. It had to become a college readiness, and we got rid of vocations across the board. And that hurt us, and we started putting out unskilled workers. And in um, my opinion, yeah. that's why, and I go back to the IMA.net report, that is why we have so many unskilled workers. Yeah. Number two, we have created an environment where... We just expect to be taken care of. Hey, you know what? Hey, I should be able to go to work at McDonald's, not generate a skill, and make enough money to afford my life. I can play Call of Duty,
1: but I think I should be making forty bucks an hour.
0: Right. And well, you better
1: do that. You better be able to make that money playing Call of Duty.
0: So let's branch out from that. McDonald's generally is not going to hire a high school kid full time. And they'll have a bunch of part-time employees that come in and work. Then you've got your level yeah. of, of full-time employees, right? Yeah. If you want to advance in McDonald's and you show that kind of, of motivation. Like
1: that get up and go, yeah.
0: Then they'll send you to the McDonald's University. And you can, can you can begin your climb through supervisor where you will make enough money to take care of your family. Okay? Okay. But you have to show the motivation. Why is it that you should be able to walk into a job? You barely graduate high school, or you don't graduate high school. Right. But you can walk into Burger King and make enough money to take care of your family. That's not what it was intended for, folks. And so, what do we have to do? We've got to roll back. We've got to we got to start spitting Fix out what
1: we broke. <laughs>
0: right. Start spitting out skilled workers. Yep. Now this is where I cross back with unemployment. Get rid of these huge unbelievable unemployment benefits. I mean, huge. We're right talking, now, we're talking if, $600 if you're, a week if you're, or yeah, more. If
1: you're, a, if you're a, a young person, I won't say kid, but if you're a young person, you're 19, 20, 21, 22, um, you don't have motivation to go back because you you're making sometimes more than you did busting your rear end as a server. And so wh- so what is the government telling people? And this is all part of socialism. Right. Hey, you can live off me. I, I, the government, can take care of you. You don't have yeah. to take care of yourself. I
0: mean, again, unemployment benefits need to go away. They need to be truly for the unemployed, not the mentally infirmed. Because I've decided that I don't have to work because I've made more money. And it's we're money not talking about somebody
1: mentally ill. We're talking about the, somebody who would rather, you know, h- hang out. Drink beer and play video games. Well, again,
0: mentally infirmed. I didn't say mentally ill yeah, or mental I health. Mean, I said mentally infirm, mentally sick. Like uh, you're,
1: I like Well, but but because you
0: don't want to get up and get going. But we've
1: raised this whole generation. Basically, again, and I, and I said this earlier. I'm going to bring it back up. It's part of the participation trophy generation. Still going to write that book. Someday. Do we have
0: our Do we have our Zoom link up still? All right, we're going to have Chris O'Sullivan joining us here.
1: Oh, excellent. So you've got kids who are expected. They've always been told, oh, you're the best at this, you're the best at that. They've been given a trophy every right, Chris should be signing in any minute. Even if you're last place, you get a trophy. So those are the kids, and they've grown up on social media, seeing that everybody gets everything all the time, and you don't ever have to work for anything. That's not the real world. And that reality is is about to come crashing down on all of them.
0: So here's the next element of what their survey found. Let me know when we've got Chris on, Nathaniel. The minimum wage prevalent in respondent's main business location affected their beliefs. Those in areas where the minimum wage rate was 7.25 an hour were most likely to oppose an increase. Conversely, those in areas where the minimum wage was $10 an hour or higher were more likely to agree 44% than not 39% that raising minimum wage to that level would be positive. And again, I'm trying to figure out the positivity. What's the motivation to be better? And you know, and this is this is how welfare states become welfare states because people don't have any motivation they just become lemmings and they just we're good enough we this is good enough i've got my little house i got and i'm not saying that that's not fine if you're happy with that but that's not how america was built we were built on ingenuity we were built on hard work i mean i mean we had people that could call to the would, would come to the call and step up when things were were not good and could get it done I don't know that today we can make that call.
1: Well, look at um, like when when women came into the workforce, when younger people came into the workforce during times of war. Okay, there were Americans because they were hard workers, because they were willing to roll up their sleeves, get their hands dirty, and just put in some good old fashioned hard work. Then America kept going, even when we had sent most of our folks out to war. Do you? I mean, do you seriously, see him JP? He do you says think, he's trying
0: to come in? Do
1: you think that they're that if that was if we had you to have if we had to have this generation step up today, do you think they could, JP?
0: No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. And that's I mean, we frightening. Well, we're creating a welfare state. It's
1: frightening. And
0: I've got a problem with creating a welfare state. Uh, let's see. Just waiting for host to start the meeting.
1: That's the same thing we're getting for for Shirley.
0: Dr. So, Beck. bottom line is yeah. is that again we're creating a welfare state when we do this. So while many companies indicated that raising the minimum wage would not affect their profitability, the impact on many firms with a large percentage of minimum wage earners would be very significant, of course. Um, and that's why McDonald's has gone to kiosks. That's why grocery stores have gone oh, to kiosks.
1: which, which makes me crazy. Like- it's either I think it's C V S that's trying to do all self checkout pretty much. Like they're like, Oh, you can do self-checkout. Right. I'm like, No, I want a real person. At the grocery store though, oh, I've texted you when I've been in line at the grocery store. It's it's halfway down the frozen food aisle because there's only one real person checking right. any any longer. And that's another place where they've got signs up all over the place. Grocery stores. Right. You walk in, every grocery store I go to, and there's like three that I frequent a Kroger, a community Walmart, and a Tom Thumb. All three, hiring all positions from management down to, you know, cart kid, cart person.
0: Do we figure it out?
1: Do, do, do you want to call him from your phone? We can call him from okay, your phone go like ahead we send, did Texas. Go ahead and
0: send a link to him. Um, it should be in the JP, Kathy, and the crew it email. To before, Chris His name is Chris O'Sullivan. Yeah. So, well, and here's, here's the other side of this. The other side of this is... What impact would it have on a mid-market firm or company, right? So for employers with 10% or more of their employees earning the minimum wage, here's the response in raising the minimum wage to $10.10 an hour. 49% believe they would be forced to reduce their number of employees, i.e. McDonald's has gone to it, uh, CVS, Walgreens, grocery stores. More, more, more. Mechanical machines taking over humans. Yep. Fifty-two percent believe they Wait, would have. Wait, that
1: was forty-nine percent. You said on yes, that. Yes. Okay.
0: Would be forced to reduce their number of employees. Fifty-two percent wow. believe lots. they would have to raise their prices. So over half are going to have to raise their prices.
1: And who pays for that? Well, we do. We, the people, consumers. So <laughs> you, you pay for well, it. Well,
0: the people making minimum wage.
1: Yeah, are going to pay for us. it as well. I don't I mean, care if you're making six figures or if you're making six dollars an hour. You're paying for it. If the if if groceries or prices are increased. Are you not going to pay? If gas goes up, are you not going to get gas? We, we what do are, you do? We
0: are not a communist ec- economy. Yep. And so as a capitalism, and again, this is why we're trying to create a welfare state here. Because in a capitalism, that that market is going to make up for the difference. And then what happens? The minimum impo- minimum yep. wage employee can no longer afford to live on their own. On minimum wage.
1: Hence the reason you've got multi-generational households right now. Even if somebody's sleeping on a couch or, you know, on a cot in a spare bedroom right now, you are seeing that more and more and more. Well, Coach quickly said his nephew graduated $130,000 of debt. He will be paying that for the next 20 years.
0: Right. 59% believe they would have to cut hours and services. And And what does
1: that look like? Because to me, I feel like services have already been cut from most places. They have. I mean look at the three restaurants, three restaurant experiences between me, you, me and you in the last, you know, few days. And and we have it's been a staffing issue. So then therefore services are cut. They can't serve as many people. Correct? Then Okay, then how are those industries going to survive? Because you need a full restaurant at lunchtime, you need a full restaurant at dinner time, or else the, your return on investment isn't going to be worth it. So do you start seeing more and more empty restaurants like we're already starting to see from the pandemic?
0: Well, and, and again, I go back to the fact that it all is going to always balance out. You can't raise minimum wage because we have, we have a huge service industry we don't have a lot of manufacturing that's a left our. that's left our waters yeah um, we don't have a lot of redistribution or distribution plants anymore again left our waters and have minimized those and they've created super mega distribution plants and so not everybody gets to have that job anymore um, and so what my point is is that we've become heavy heavy on service industry mm-hmm. in this country And that's what industry is going to get hit the hardest. And so here, okay, great. I'm going to pay you $15 an hour. And today, that could have gotten you a little apartment, some electricity, some water, and some public transportation to get to and from. But a year from now, you're not going to be able to afford to go out to eat. You're not going to be able to afford um, any basic dry cleaning services are going to go up. Uh, dry cleaning, dry cleaning. So if you had uniforms, good luck. gone
1: up. Um, you know, took a few jackets the other day and my husband took them for me in the morning and, um, and he said, oh, he I already paid for it. And I thought, because I saw the price, I was like, Oh, he must've taken have a man something. He says
0: he's ready. Is he in? He's there.
1: If not, can we call him from your phone?
0: No, I don't want to <laughs> do that. That didn't work out so well. Um.
1: <laughs> shoot.
0: He says he's um, there. Anyway, so when what you. What rumor are you. Reboot. Re, go out of our J.P. Kathy. And, and the then we re,
1: re, re, reboot it or, like, or restart shut it. Shut it down and bring it back up. Um, so I looked at the, the, the price of did how much find, my husband. Did you
0: find his email and our email address? No, I didn't. Okay.
1: You want to text it to him? I'll, I'll text it to you. So, I, so, anyway, so I'm so i looking at this this dry cleaning bill, this, this receipt that's in my bathroom. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, oh, my husband must have thrown in some pants or a jacket or something of his too. Because this can't be just the price of my four jackets, JP. I went to pick the stuff up, and I was like, "Oh, is is that it?" And then I looked at the receipt, and I'm like, "Dog on it, that is for four jackets." Right. And it was like uh, probably a five, six, seven dollar increase from right. the last time I went, which was just what a month and a half ago.
0: Yep, grocery stores, uh, horrible, are going to be hammered. Walmart, yeah. Targets, hammered. Yeah. Um, I got one better for you. Yeah, One that's already had an impact as a result. The lumber industry. Yes,
1: we were that, talking about that this the other And that shakes that down yep.
0: all the way. Now, I will say this, yep. um, that I want to bet with my buddy. I told him that you would watch a sharp decrease in lumber uh, within a year. And sure enough, lumber's already dropped 40%. Um, and it needs to drop another 40%. But point is, is that this is what increasing minimum wage does. This yep. is what... Providing these unemployment benefits does is it liquefies the um, the workforce, and it doesn't give businesses a fighting chance to stay open. So then you've got corporate conglomerates that are going to take over, or small town stores will stay open. And that's going to be about it. There's not going to be any more mid. And that's how you get rid of democracy, is you get rid of the middle. You have the impoverished, and you have the not impoverished, super wealthy. Socialism 101. And here's the thing. We know that the economics doesn't work, yep. and so
1: and, but it, good it luck to again,
0: like Middle America taking the y- hit like and before. And we are,
1: and, and then we'll have to save this for another day. But actually, somebody has looked into Biden's tax increase plan, and actually, it does impact people who are making under four hundred thousand. It it, impact, it impacts you greatly. Um, so you're going to be hit with taxes. You're being hit with. The hidden tax, but it's not hidden, with the increased prices at the gas tank and at the grocery store and everywhere else. You know, I've got a number of friends who right now to supplement um, income, and including a family member who are doing DoorDash whenever they've got a f- few free hours here, there, and yonder. And some of them have noticed that they've gone from people doing a tip, because this is a service. You know, this is like you've gone to a restaurant and the waiter or waitress is bringing the food to your table um, to where now people are zeroing out the tip money. Um, and so here's the thing. So then all of a sudden, again, you're going to have very few businesses that can, that have a sustainable plan. And, and so you have more businesses closed, you have more people out of work, you have less people willing to take a minimum wage job. Right. I mean, does anybody see besides us and the crew this is a recipe for disaster. Yep. And 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 we're only we're barely 6 months into the new administration. Yep. And that's unreal.
0: Yep. Just yep, yep, yep. I mean
1: it's it's it yeah, All it right. just seems so obvious. We're way over
0: time and we'll have to figure oh, out what's wrong it. with our you Zoom cuz I paid for it, so Why we couldn't I know we Chris. have it. We'll have to grab them again. Chris, pull them We'll, get, pull you, pull we'll get you Wednesday. So, um yeah, just get tough, ready to go tough, Wednesday. Tough, tough, tough. Um, today, we had the battle of the condiments. We're not done. We're going to talk about that again on Wednesday because <laughs> yes. mayonnaise needs to be discussed.
1: Mayonnaise versus Miracle Whip because well, Miracle Whip is a dressing. Well, mayonnaise go is
0: mayonnaise. But add another versus. Can- it's mayonnaises versus mayonnaises. Best foods are Hellman's versus oh, real I, oh, mayo. Okay. Or versus.
1: Oh, oh, there's an old school one that's really good.
0: Mayo, blah, blah, blah. And do
1: you, okay, is there now, anybody blue who uses. Is good. I like they're an old school when I like them. And is there anybody that uses mayo and Miracle Whip when they make tuna fish?
0: I do. I don't.
1: I do. Is that crazy? No, no, like no, I'm no. the only one that likes my tuna fish at my house because I do lemon pepper, salt-free lemon pepper. I do Miracle Whip and mayonnaise.
0: Mayonnaise. Not I use mayonnaise. Now when I make it
1: for the family, I've got to make it a different mayonnaise way. And mustard. Mayonnaise only. You do some mustard in it. I yours. do. I put a little mustard in mine. I've done that before, and it's very good. Yep. And then it's I like good. using.
0: Either sweet relish if I'm in the mood for that, or dill relish if I'm in the mood for that.
1: And love dill relish. And I don't put eggs in
0: my tuna fish. I know Um, some people do.
1: I I love eggs and tuna fish. Michael is very anti-egg person unless they're scrambled or in an omelet. So mm-hmm. there's none none of that. So um, and the kids were never yeah. really into the eggs and tuna fish. You got to shut thing. it down. So, yeah. that's, that's shut that's, it down. Nope, you're eating that by yourself, honey. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, here we go. We're going to be out. We'll see you on Wednesday to have that discussion. Oh, hot
1: sauce. And that.
0: But, well, again, that's a whole nut. Again. Oh my god. Well, we got to talk about salad dressing too because not every Thousand Island is created equally.
1: Oh, and ranch too. Yeah, I mean, because there you can get an off-brand guy. ranch and it is
0: i like mixing zip, my own shut ranch. it
1: down oh like old school with the um the hidden powder, ballet yeah. the packet love it that way and I that's the best that dressing yeah i mean or the best um dip yeah. like that
0: all right thanks for sticking <gasps> with us tuning in listening yeah. to us special hopefully, edition friday special edition friday yep. but hopefully you got a lot of insight today on what businesses are thinking um Institute of Management of Accountants. Thank you for all the information and data. Good info. Uh, gives you an idea. Talk to your legislators. It's don't. Scary stuff. Don't let minimum wage Boy, get howdy, there. Because it's going to hurt.
1: It's it, it, will, it will crush us. You know,
0: my thing is this. Us. If you want to do better in life, work harder and get yourself there. Don't expect the government well, to that's do the it way, for that's you. That's
1: where our country was built. Don't be yeah. afraid to work hard. You're not woke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry.
0: All right. Everybody have I'm a blessed sleep. day. We're out.
1: <laughs> Love y'all. Have a blessed one. <laughs>